And we're back. Welcome back to Cola Family's Take 15, the podcast that helps you become more prepared and confident parent before baby comes and beyond. In part one episode released earlier on the 15th day of this month titled The NICU Environment, we had our guest Nuper, a NICU nurse, go over some general information about NICU. And today we are going to pick up where we left off in part two. In the next 15 minutes, we're continuing on that conversation about the NICU with Nuper, going over some ways parents can be more involved, more connected, and also finding those winning moments during the NICU. And just a quick reminder, on this podcast, we're having conversations with our guests and information shared are general and are not to be used as treatment for any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Consult with your healthcare provider for any medical issues that you may be having. Hello, Nuper, and thanks for joining in with us again. I just want to switch gears a little bit here, Nuper. Like, what are some like basic equipments that a parent might kind of run into at NICU that you know, if they were more familiar of what those equipments are or where to get extra warm blankets and stuff like that? Is that allowed? Is that not allowed? Like, where are the or maybe they need some extra pillows for themselves for uh, while they're sitting in the chair? Like. Are these things that are that could be found in NICU and and how accessible are these? Yeah, so I think with COVID, a lot of these things have changed drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working during COVID, so I'm not really sure of all the pre-COVID things that were going on. I've just heard about them, but I do believe that back then they used to allow parents to bring in things, bring in clothes for their babies, etc. But now it's really just like whatever's on the unit, that's all you're allowed to take to even for little ones, um, we have like tons of onesies, tons of blankets for them that we do like linen changes with and all those things with. Um, so yeah, those get washed uh, within the hospital. Mm-hmm. So with our hospital laundry system. And then for parents, we don't really have a lot of parents bringing in their own blankets or anything either. Yeah. Um, but we do have like blankets and pillows in the NICU. So they're honestly scattered all across the unit. Yeah. You really have to kind of like seek out and find them. But if you just ask any nurse or any healthcare provider that's there um, for it, I'm sure they'll be able to help you. And I think a lot of parents are intimidated when it comes to things like that. But you just have to ask and see if you can find it. And a lot of times, like once parents start to like get more comfortable with the NICU, you know, they come usually, they come regularly every day. You know, like I don't even have to like, help them with anything or tell them anything they'll just come in grab a chair find a pillow themselves wipe it down and then they'll start to do their thing right so it it really it really depends and I think it is kind of scary or it can feel uncomfortable initially but once you start coming it will kind of feel like your second home and you will Mm -hmm. get more comfortable eventually yeah no no that's really good like the whole COVID thing and pre-COVID and hopefully we're moving into post-COVID soon Nupur was just kind of sharing like if you if you see another parent that's like knows where everything's at and where to get things and just kind of like just has it all down to pack like strike up a conversation with them and learn you know what they've gone through and and that's also a great way to kind of build that relationship too and you yourself as a parent you'll be that next person um, that has it all together and then you can pass that on to the the new NICU parent that might come on a little bit later so yeah for sure there's there's some you know I guess pros and cons to this whole COVID situation too like it you know you're not allowed to bring in extra stuff because again we want to limit the amount of outside germs right for so one of the saving grace I guess for that is 
when you do get discharged and to go home, you don't need to pack up a lot of things into your car. Um, because I know for myself, when we were discharged, 98 days in the NICU, like we had tons of stuff, like it just kind of <laughs> accumulated in, in our little corner um, there. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to make like five trips from the unit to the car and stuff. So, but you know what, Newper did make a good point here is it, it is going to be your second home. So you do want to make it as comfortable as as possible. So kind of learn about how you're going to do that. And if, if it's maybe it's photos and pictures of things at home that you can stick on the wall and stuff like that, artwork that your other kid at home um, draws, like see if you can bring those in and check check with a nurse um, if that's possible. But yeah, for sure, try to make it that's as comfortable. That's totally possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have so much artwork all yeah. over the hospital walls. And, you know, we love that. And a lot of the nurses here too, they're so artsy and crafty. You'll see like different like mm-hmm. name tags. We have like Christmas photos yeah. on the walls. So yeah, definitely yeah. we encourage that. Newport was saying is how they, how nurses are artsy too. And, and I totally agree that, you know, Every time a new nurse that would come on to take care of our um, little one back then, there's a whiteboard that that kind of gives an update of what's happening with your baby, like what's their height and weight and what's their feeding schedule and 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 all those basic information. But some some nurses just go crazy on that whiteboard and just really make it like really fancy and they can make fancy borders and the lettering on it it's just really neat so yeah and they'll start doodling (laughs) yeah right and it makes you know it makes a huge difference to a parent's day for sure when I walk in I'm like oh like it does give me a great feeling because that nurse spent time to really um get to know your your baby and they also want to get to know you so for sure that is so cool well today thank you so much for everyone for joining in today I know being a parent or a parent to be it's, it's busy. You have a busy schedule ahead of you. So thank you so much for taking 15 minutes of your day just to tune in, whether it's part of your coffee break or part of your lunch break, or you just, or you're running in between errands. Thank you so much for tuning in. There's thousands and thousands of podcasts out there. So again, we appreciate you tuning in. Today, we have Newper, who is a NICU nurse here in Alberta, and she's here joining us today and she's kind of giving us some a taste of what NICU is about, trying to get us a little bit more comfortable of what to expect and, you know, what are some wins, right? We're always looking for those wins. Like, what are those wins that we can set us up for success if you happen to be in the NICU? So we're going to talk a little bit about what are those for the win moments that parents can start to look for if you're in the situation of NICU? So I think it really depends, right? Like I said, it depends on your baby and really why they're in the new and complexity of their case. But for me, myself, working in the a level two NICU where we basically have feeders and growers, basically what we that's what we call them because they're just premature babies that just need a little bit more time to feed and grow before they can go back home. So the biggest thing that parents look for is their feeding. How well are they feeding? How well they're sucking on their bottles? And just things like that. So oftentimes I, I work a lot of nights. So many times when I come in, parents aren't usually there. They're usually at home, but I'll get calls constantly every couple hours um, to kind of give their babies updates. And a lot of times, you know, moms will just ask me and be like, hey, like how much did he feed today? Or like, hey, like how many mils of milk did he have today? And I'll tell them and they'll get so excited because it'll be way more than what he had the day before mm-hmm. or what mm-hmm. he or she had the day before. So just things like that. 
that keeping up on their feeding and tracking how well they're doing, what that really does help. And it kind of encourages these parents and gives them, you know, some sort of happiness and dissatisfaction, mm-hmm. knowing that their baby is doing well and they're feeding well. I think that's one of the most important wins that I have seen. But honestly, it can be anything, right? Even just like, I'll tell them little stories of like their babies laughing with me and like we're doing lots of cuddles today Mm -hmm. and things like that and that really kind of makes them happy as well so just kind of looking for those little things right in the NICU can really help and I always encourage parents to kind of call me whenever they want I know a lot of times especially when it comes to night shift and nights Mm -hmm. they usually avoid calling but I'm like hey you know like this is my job I'm working here all night I'm gonna be up so feel free to call I can give you an update anytime you want. And they they do. They really do. They call often. That is so awesome. And sometimes we forget that you only have access to your team, like the nurse, for example, when you're physically at the NICU. But no, there's there's a there's a number you can dial right straight to the unit and they'll pass you on to the nurse. So absolutely, I think that's a great for the win moment there. Nuper, that's awesome. If you're in the situation of a NICU, like there's ups and downs, right? And really look for those wins, those moments and cherish them. Navigating through infant warmers, incubators, like phototherapy, monitors, chest leads, pulse oximetry, temperature probes, blood pressure, feeding tubes, IVs, ventilators, oxygen, tubings, like there's a lot that you might run into. But I think the biggest thing that a parent can rely on is, I, I believe, is the nurse, because they are the expert into all of that. And they also have this amazing ability to build relationship with you as well and, and be there and answer any of your questions. So to our parents out there, I would encourage you to really lean on your nurse and and really tap into their wealth of knowledge as well because they're there to support you and if you don't ask them you're, you're not going to know right so absolutely one last thing Nuper, is what is something cool that's going on in the NICU setting that you've seen or you've read or or maybe that you've been part of what's the latest and greatest with NICU especially working in a unit like Foothills we have constant improvement mm-hmm. kind of projects going on so there's new and cool things happening often one of the biggest things that we're trying to improve on right now is infection prevention so at Foothill specifically we have this thing where we ask parents or anyone coming in to the unit to kind of do really good hand washing mm-hmm. um, and we we time it and we're trying to just see if this helps prevent infections on a unit with our little babies as well so yeah, just keeping up with all these quality improvement projects is, it can be a lot as well. However, I think they are really making a huge difference on our unit and they are really helping us, mm-hmm. you know, provide better care for these little ones. That's awesome. Yeah. There's always, um, once you come in, there's a washing station, right? And then is there like a, like a timer clock right above the washing station? Yeah, there yeah. is. And not, not all units have it though. Um, so yeah, I think I've, I wasn't sure if other units had it. Yeah, so that's pretty neat. So um, make sure, you know, you, you're washing your hands. And what? how many seconds is it, Nuper? 60. 60, awesome. Hashtag small and mighty. I believe that is what um, NICU is using. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Or small and mighty as well as preemie power. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, hey, I want to say thank you to um, Nuper, a NICU nurse. She shared so much about her experiences so far. I have one last question for you, Nuper. If if it wasn't nursing, so nursing aside, what would you be doing? Like, is there like a hobby or a interest that you are into? Like, what would that be? Oh God, that's hard. 
I've thought about this all my life, (laughs) but I don't know. Honestly, nursing is my passion truly, but if it weren't for it, I think I'd probably go into teaching. Teaching. I don't think I can stay away from the kiddos. So a preschool teacher or something. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But I love my babies. Yeah. I don't know if I can leave them now. That is so awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nupur, for being on our podcast today. I want to do a shout out for all of the NICU nurses out there. (laughs) You all do a fantastic job. It's, It's not easy for sure. Like there's just so much to cover as a NICU nurse. There's the whole medical side of things. And then there's the whole emotional and wellness side of things that you're trying to take care of, of the family. And you're, then you're also working with this huge team of other experts as well. And you're kind of that, that center, that gel of everything, trying to keep the team together to making sure that the family and the baby has the best possible outcome. And you're that first point of contact with the family as well. So there's just so much that a NICU nurse does it. So high praises to you, Nuper, and all the NICU nurses out there. Any cool projects that you're part of, Nuper, that you want to give a shout out to? No, not really. I just want to say thank you so much for having me on here. And to all the NICU parents um, and anyone listening to this, really, congratulations for you know mm-hmm. giving birth that's a huge accomplishment yeah. that we often forget to yeah. kind of celebrate so yeah i'm looking forward to hearing all the other podcasts that are going to be coming through here awesome yeah and that's a, a quick reminder for all of our listeners out there like there's there's going to be a few episodes on our podcast list so make sure you kind of scroll through them and pick and choose what works best and what uh, what resonates with you definitely check us out there check us out on social media as well our handle is at Kolo families you'll find our website as well colofamilies.com take a look see what if there's anything that interests you and if you have questions just message us thank you to our editor jessica wong Our next Take 15 episode will be released on June 15th, and the topic will be on sleep. So again, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. And here at Cola Families, thanks for taking that 15 minutes. Stay well, everyone. Catch you next time.